Welcome to another episode of Money You Should Ask. I'm your host, Bob Wheeler, and in this episode, we are going to explore, question, examine, converse, dig deep, expose, laugh, and cry about the money beliefs, money blocks, and life challenges of our next guest. Turn up the volume, listen, learn, and laugh. I am jazzed today, because <laughs> I'm not allowed to say excited. Um, I'm jazzed here to have my guest, Brandon Parkhurst, who's uh, all the way from San Diego. He is a key songwriter for Cut You Up. He was. Um, you toured with Green Day, Blink-182, and Jimmy Eat World. Uh, you starred in the documentary Riding in Vans with Boys, which how many years ago was that? Uh, 18 years ago. Because nowadays they would get mad if you were riding with boys and things. Yeah, totally. I'm just saying yeah. there might, might yep. be a problem there. You um, And you went to Core Energetics, Radical Aliveness Institute, a four-year leadership and self- Awareness growth Mm -hmm. program, as did I. And um, you helped start Rock to Recovery with Wes Gear from the band Corn, working with mental health, addiction, at risk youth, and working with the military through Wounded Warrior. Yep. Yep. Brandon, it's awesome to have you here today. Yes. That's a lot. I mean, that's not even probably half your. Well, I I invented the tennis ball. You invented the tennis ball? Yeah, I invented the tennis ball. That's cool. And my mom picks all of my girlfriends. That's nice. Yeah. That's cool. How's she done so far? Not too well. I'm 43, and I have a girlfriend of seven months, and I have no kids, and I have a dog that I treat like a kid. Oh, that's cool. And I have trouble with deep connection. So oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So I'm glad we're not going to be able to connect today. That feels that feels good. What kind of dog? We've already connected. Let's get it out in the open Let's here. Get we it know out. each right. other. We do know each other. On a deep level. We like do. Shared hotel rooms together. We've, Two different beds, but yeah. Two different beds. Yeah. But we had some crazy times. Yep. I always slept closest to the door as to protect you if somebody came in. That was cool. I appreciate you know? that. Yeah. I, I felt the vibe. I no problem. Man. And yeah, yeah. So I'm really happy to be here. I'm from San Diego. The you know I'm really big time in my own head out in the world. Not so much, but you know that's how it goes. The ego always takes a piece. It does. You know what I mean, so it takes a piece. Yeah, I didn't know this piece. is about money. This is about money. So what the hell am I doing here? I'm hoping that Jesus you're going to tell Christ. me you're an expert on money. I am. Okay, cool. So then you're at the right place. Yeah, it's green and it and uh, it's a scam, and uh, you know the government is. Uh, it make prints these little bills and pretends like it's worth something, and right. it's really not. So it's and then just, we all agree that it is. It is sort of. It's energy, right? It is energy. Yeah, but you know, it's not. You know, in in other countries, it's not green. Oh, it's not. That's it's right. not only green here. I got it. Yeah, it's just some places it's red. In a lot of countries, they have multiple colors. Yes. When I was in Italy, I think it was multiple colors. Yeah. Well, it's not everything, but it makes life easier. It does make life easier. Yeah. So let me ask you this: So you have a dog. I have, a, I have a dog and a cat. Yeah. You have a dog and a cat. And did you rescue them? Did you buy them? Yeah. No, I, I didn't rescue. That's for people that want to spend time with that kind of stuff. And okay. uh, uh, I picked, I prayed and meditated and said, bring me in the right little angel baby. And, um, you know, I had a different girlfriend at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, and we just were scrolling through and I just saw this dog. There was a There was a pack or a litter of dogs, all beautiful and cute. And one that was like, 
you know, it was a, it's, she's an Australian shepherd and border collie. I'm sure this is borderline, 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 yeah, borderline, borderline okay. personality. And mm-hmm. anyways, this is probably really exciting for all the people out there. But uh, anyways, the dog was not the gray one with the blue eyes. They all this was the black. It's called a try. And I'm I got her, and it's kind of cool actually because I brought her into my life, and and she became a therapy dog. So I'm a ther- oh, cool. you know I do the therapy and I help people, and so and I do the music therapy, and immediately started bringing her. To sessions with me and it's pretty amazing how she has um, grown and I'll walk into a room and run a group and she will immediately walk up to the person that's kind of blocked or having feelings that they're not and and kind of point the person out the point the person has no idea oh right. and she's like and she'll look at me like this is the one you know this is the one and it happens every time wow it's so crazy so um yeah she's magical in my life and replaces the uh, desire to have children cool for me and so it's great and how much do you spend on your dog each month uh let's see i'd say what like maybe eighty dollars Okay. Something, a big bag of food, and um, I put this stuff on her called Ultra Oil for Pets. Okay. My friend owns the company. It's a skin and coat supplement. She likes it. I put that on her, and I think that's about it, right? Cool. Gas to drive her around places? I don't know. There you go. Well, I just, you know, so some people forget when you get a dog, then you have to keep feeding them, and you have to keep paying for things, and you got to pay for the vet, and yeah. you got to, like, it costs money. Yeah, have a pet. Oh, not yeah, as much as a vet. kid. I forgot about the vet. So you got the flea stuff. Yeah, you know, not much. People go, it's, she's a dog. What do you want? Yeah. You know what I mean? They lived in the dirt forever. They're outside. You know what I mean? What is this? Yeah. I spent too much money on the dog, you know? So, But I love her dearly, and she's grateful, and we have a deep connection, and my girlfriend gets a little jealous sometimes, you know? Yeah. Because we have this connection. It's just She just sits and stares. And look at that saying, right? It's like, I want to... I want to. I'm working hard to become the man that my dog already thinks I am. There you go. She looks at me. I'm like, "What are you looking at me like? I am not that amazing." And she yeah. just sits there and stares at me. I'm like, "Jeez, uh-huh. I got some big shoes to fill over here." It's a lot of She's pressure. She's delusional. It's a lot of pressure. It's kind of the way that I looked at my um, emotionally unavailable dad, right? Well, yeah. When I didn't get older. I'm like, he was a fucking asshole. Yeah. But I looked at him like he was God. Right. So you know, I but you to- like him now. Well, that's a whole that's loaded a, question. Okay, like is a it's a strong word, and we all have different <laughs> definitions a, of the word like. It's like I have a different, I have a relationship with him from a different angle than it used to be. And right. you know, if you, I don't know, if we talk about this kind of stuff, but you know, we both do this this deeper work. And there, this is what happens in the world: is shit went down for me when I was young, and I had to take responsibility for things that I wasn't responsible for causing. Right. And when I did that. I was able to forgive and kind of reconnect from a different way. It's, yeah. it, it's so hard in the world to um, take responsibility for things that really I didn't do. You right. know what I mean? And um, most of the world isn't doing that because I could sit and blame people my whole fucking life about what happened. But uh, when I go in and really feel the pain mm-hmm. that um, things happen to me, then I'm able to connect on a different, a different level. So. That's how it is with me and my dad. No, that's cool. Well, I was just thinking as you were saying that, it's probably less expensive to blame everybody. <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> right? Because yeah. then, I mean, you can blame them and maybe have a drink. But yeah, totally. you don't have to do the therapy. You don't have to do the yeah. work and all the years of yeah. sessions and all that fun stuff, oh, which geez. adds up. Yeah, I used to sit in this school that I went to, the uh, Radical Aliveness School, and everyone's doing this deep work. And I'd like, I, what the F am I doing here? Yeah. 
This is ridiculous. I want to go back out and drink and blame everybody. It's, it's way better. It's much more fun. God damn. It's, I love, I love sitting in Hugging judgment. and freaking looking at each other in the eyes. This is weird. Yeah. Touching It was the weird because when we were in school, yeah. you know, the first year, it was so funny. It was out there in Malibu. And right. I would sit in this pillow and there was a little window where I could see my car parked in the parking lot. <laughs> And people would be crying and hugging each other. I'd be like, I'd see my car. I'm going, I'm getting the hell out of here. If I, any of my friends knew I was doing this shit, they would freaking just make fun of me. You know, that's right. So, I'm on lockdown, ready to go. Yeah, that's so. So, um, so you had this documentary that you yeah. were, that you starred in. It was pretty successful. Yeah. Um, so you've had some you've had some good successes. I, I know I'm going to have to ask you about Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. Later, because yeah. uh, I jumped in right when everything tanked. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think you had some really good success with it, and then you you lost your, you lost the passcode or something. Oh, Couldn't yeah, you, that was, was that you got was, frozen out Jesus or something. Christ, you give a guy like me that kind of information, and it's like written down on a little piece of paper hidden underneath my freaking underwear yeah. in the top shelf of my closet, and I have no freaking clue what the hell's happening. Yeah, by the way, there's like. Lots of money in there, and I can't find. Yeah, yeah. Can't that was it. intense. Yeah, that was good. That's you know, it. learning lessons. So, so where did you? What did um, like? What did your parents tell you about money? Do you remember any uh, conversations yeah. when you were young or certain phrases? Yeah, it's like uh, there is not enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You uh, work hard for it. Mm-hmm. These are the messages I got. Yeah, you know about money is like. I don't even remember verbal actual things. I remember the message, and the message was there's not enough, you got to work hard for it, and you can't do something you love to get it. I was just going to – are you allowed to have any fun? Yeah, Is there no. any pleasure? None. It's like we do uh, we do all this other work. We go morning to night. You come home, and then you do other things with that money. And you know, I was a musician, but when I was young, it was like, oh, you'll figure it out sometimes. You're not someday. You're not going to be able to do this for money, you know. And um, it had a big impact on me. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. It's not. Typical. So when you were out there performing and touring, and all of a sudden you get some nice chunks of money. Yeah. Uh, how was like? And you haven't learned to be. Yeah. Yet an adult about it. Yeah. Like what happens? Yeah. Well, so I had this deep resentment. You know what I mean? It was like I didn't, it wasn't, there was no, there was no communication as to why we save money or how we work on it. It was right. just this message of, of do something you don't like. So anyways, wh- when I started to make money, uh, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, a little bit, little chunks here and there and. And uh, it was like I'm spending it. I didn't have any response. I didn't have any way to. Uh, I didn't have any responsibility over it. It was like I got it finally. I'm like screw it. I'm just buying things. I yeah. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, it's like totally. I just. I just had. A, I, th- I didn't know this at the time, but I was just resentful. And yeah. My parents are the people who taught me about money. Let's just go get stuff and very impulsive. And um, well, when you're on the road, do you just do, like? Do they give you a W two and they take out taxes? Do yeah. they just give you here's twenty five thousand bucks and figure it out yourself? Yeah. Well, in the beginning, you know, I didn't make mirrors playing around, but uh, what happened is my band cut you up was asked to go on this huge arena tour, and uh, they're like, "We're gonna give you uh, money, go drink, and we're gonna film this movie." And so, um, yeah, W two was not in the. Actually, that's a funny story. Is that. I was the owner of this band called Yov, and we had played. I remember, I think maybe I was twenty-one or maybe I don't know, whatever, early twenties. And I got a 
a bill from you know like taxes time this right thing. Okay. here's how much money the whole band's made and i've taken it all and pieced out a little bit to everyone else and by the way you owe this much for taxes i'm like i'm in a band i'm a musician what is this what? you know <laughs> i think i probably rolled some weed in it and smoked it for a joint or something yeah you know what i mean like it's not yeah well that's a that's a good thing to do with tax notice yeah yeah, yeah. that's and how did you so how did you learn about like so you got that but then okay, maybe, gosh, I might have to file some taxes at some point. Yeah, well, I just remember not doing taxes for years, and yeah. I think probably around 25 or 26. I went to a, what is it, like H&R Block or something yeah. like that, just like going, uh-oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. And it wasn't that bad, but like they're just like, just come in here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, they worked it out, and there was some payment plan, and then that was the deal, you know? So, um, yeah, that's how that worked. Do you remember your first big check that for you was big i mean maybe not your biggest but your first big check that oh my gosh i'm like i'm getting paid to have fun yeah well um i don't really yeah because what happened for me was that um this is part of my story you know i work with work with uh mental health and addictions i had a huge record contract right so it was like it was scary to me to right money right and then i get all this stuff and um and i went the other direction and i missed it you know but that, as far as early on but yeah i've gotten bigger checks since then and what do i do with it i it's so weird it brings up so much to me because i get greedy so when you say greed do you mean like i gotta have more or do you mean like stingy not stingy like i gotta have more you know what i mean it's I, not enough it's not enough so i yeah it's like um uh, it's just I started getting paid pretty well doing this rock to recovery thing, and money was coming in, and I had some money saved, and it's like the more I got, um, I just spend it, and I buy more stuff, and the money that's in there, it's just like this, uh, this fear of it's gonna go away. Right. It's like it wasn't more comfortable. I mean, it was nice. Yeah, I was like, okay, I have money, I can do what I want, but like, there's always this little thing in the back of my head going, like. This shit's going to go away. This is going to end. And, you know, it's like, it's a thing. You know what I mean? So when you say you were buying things, did you mean like you bought a house and no. you invested in silver? Or did you mean like, no. oh, just I need whatever it. I want. I'll eat uh, wherever I want. Eat wherever I, get the I want. Car. I can afford the payment I want to get. Um, I'm on Amazon. Like, there's no. Right. You know what I mean? It's like I didn't have that. There's no thing. budget. There's, Nobody yeah, is. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. It's going to keep coming in. And it's a, it's a delusion because in the background, that little voice is going like, you know, what are you doing? You know what I mean? What are you doing? You buy whatever the fuck you want. Eat wherever, you know, eat. Buy. It was like that. I was never, I can't afford that thing. You yeah. Know? So what, um, and when would you say in your life you were the happiest? Like when was the happiest time and did money play a factor in that? Yeah, well, you know, I I kind of I feel like I got to go into the part where I went down with drugs and alcohol, and that okay. was so painful for me and scary. And thank God I didn't have a lot of money in that time. Mm -hmm. um, so when I when I made a decision to quit doing drugs and alcohol, money started coming in. And I remember it was a it was a collective thing. As money's coming in, equaled my life was going good, and I was which is true. You know what yeah. I mean? I really started showing up to life. So the happiest time of my life is when I decided to quit drinking and doing drugs and partying and and that whole thing. And and really, because like we talked about, kind of in the beginning, is money is energy, and I was putting right. my energy out in the world, and it was reciproc reciprocating and coming back, and I was being service to people. So it just felt good. 
to be able to um, to be a member of society and yeah. and make money and spend money and be part of it. It felt and, good and be back to not the, the level of being scared about the level. It's just scary not having money come in. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, I mean, let me. Um, so if I can ask you. So you started on this path of drugs and addiction. Yeah. And initially it was just fun. Yeah. Or was there a place where it was to help you not deal with the fear of, oh my God, all the success is coming at me. Yeah. Um, I don't deserve all this stuff. So let me just, this will be a great way not to have to actually uh, deal with any of that. Yeah. It started super fun. It was really fun. It worked. Yeah. It did what it was supposed to do. There was money come. There was like, you know, there was... I could go buy drink and party and it was fun. Then I like, it was fun and fun and fun. And then bam, it got not so fun and it got yeah. not so fun really quick. And what happened was I crossed some kind of invisible line to mm. where I was starting to get consequences for my drinking and using. And once I crossed this invisible line, uh, like the consequences were I couldn't go out and show up in the world, right? And so uh, at that point, I tried to jump back over the invisible line to having fun, and I just right. couldn't get just couldn't back, get back to over. The fun. And the consequences, yeah, were, I mean, it was bad. It, it got dark for me, you know what yeah. I mean? And um, yeah, yeah. And, and when the big money, when it, so what happened was it was having fun and having fun, and I got offered this huge, this record contract with DreamWorks, you know, records, and, uh, and that's a movie company that was actually going to offer us a record contract because we'd make this movie. And um, I just got scared of failing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, uh, like, and I still have that piece kind of hidden inside of me, right? Yeah. The success is the self-worth, the hold on to my goodness. And the reason I have that is because I was never supported in my goodness when I was young. Right. And I know this may sound deep. I don't know how deep you go on You here. can get yeah. as deep as is you that, want. You know, it's like I was never seen in my gifts when I right. was young. My dad, I mean, I was the kind, I love my dad. If you ever listens to this, you know, I love you, dad. But um, I hit a home run or, you know, base hit playing, playing Little League. He's like, ah, he you pulled your head. You know what I mean? Right. You pulled your, like, the, the, like you could have done it, you know. So it was like I never, so of course that pattern is going to be playing out. And the feelings that come up surrounding that, mm-hmm. I became really attuned to how to not feel that. And it was called drugs and alcohol, right? Yeah. And so it was, it was a big deal. So what happens is that I keep drinking and using and keep drinking and using, shoving away further and further and further down these feelings go. And then all of a sudden I decided to stop and the drugs and alcohol, which it really is not the problem. It's my solution, right? right? My solution is to do that. You pull that shit out of my life and I'm really raw. Now all these old feelings are coming up. Now I got to battle all this stuff and being broke. So, I mean, that's one thing is that like when I got clean, I had no money. You know what I mean? It was like, it was like just, just scrapping along and, um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things, um, that I just, for people listening, um, and I think it's important to distinguish we may have taken on things that our parents said, or we may have been impacted by things they did or didn't do. It may not have been that they intentionally set out to harm us, or they may have thought something was a joke, or they may have been trying to make us a better person Mm -hmm. and it had impact. And so like, I remember my mom said a couple things like you have to go out and take care of everybody and solve everything. Now she may have been joking. 
Mm-hmm. But in the moment she said it, mm-hmm. I took it on mm-hmm. and I said, oh, I have to – these are the things I have to do and I'm going to rebel against it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not making them bad people. It's just they didn't have tools or we took it in such a way that maybe we interpreted it differently that somebody else might have taken it a completely different way or laughed it off. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean I'm pretty pretty positive that a lot of the messages I got were distortions. Sure. You know what I mean? And I mean – Shit, I could talk about my family dynamic when I, and how it impacted me to like yeah. till the. I mean, there's a lot of memories that come up surrounding this, like little little times where it's like, I, I got resentful, I got angry, sure. I didn't like it, you know. So, do you see any places in your life today where you're repeating financial patterns of your mom and your dad, or attaching to beliefs that they might have had, or fighting beliefs that they might have had? Yeah, I mean that 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 pattern is still in. I mean, I do. I have a, a very intensified morning practice that evolves around the law of attraction, journaling, trying to hold the vibration of money, <laughs> and what I'm doing. Like, so every morning I wake up, I have two snowballs that start rolling. Right, I have. The negative snowball, there's not enough, which is what the messages I got from my parents, and then right. I have the positive snowball. I am enough. I have enough. There's a plenty enough in the world, right? And so it's you see so you're asking, do I still have it every day? It's right. deeply so and then I go through the day and one cool thing that I've been coming up with is like little trigger reminders, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like um I when I get every time I turn my car on, like that's my trigger reminder. I'm going to stop for like 10 seconds, feel what it would feel like to have everything that I want in my life, right? And that I'm worth everything that I'm supposed to get in my life and then drive away every time I stop, right? So I'm trying to get these little spots throughout the day because it's all run on vibration. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I was younger, there was my parents created a life through lack where they had to work their asses off, made just enough money. Now they're going to retire, sit in a chair and die. You know what I mean? Like that sounds very bad, but it's like that's the vibration of it, right? And so my mission is to hold the vibration of already having what it is I want, right? And it's a universal law, in my opinion, that if I can hold this vibration... What I put out is going to come back to me, right? And if you want to get like religious or spiritual with it, prayer, right? Everything's a prayer, right? Right. Meditation, prayer. Right. And everything I'm saying throughout the day, I mean, I always go, everything I'm saying is a prayer. Not just like if I'm praying to spirit or whatever. Like if I'm going, life sucks, that's a prayer. My life is going to suck. Right. You know what I mean? So, Right. Words are important. Intentionality. Be really like I'm big on... The consciousness of what we say, intentionality. Right. And, and the words are important, moreover, because what really it all runs on is, is the feeling or the emotion. Right. That's where the vibration comes from. But that all starts with my thought process. Now, if I can think about the idea that there's plenty enough in the world, and that, which another cool part about that, a byproduct of knowing that there's enough, is that I can be of service to the world. Right. And really give. Yeah. You know what I mean? It becomes reciprocal. I don't have a problem. Not I just like, there's plenty enough. And so then that produces the feeling inside of me of well-being, and then I'm going to attract those things back to me. Well, I think one of the things that some people have a, I guess, an incorrect assumption is that, oh, if I work through this one thing, then I fix it. I never have to deal with it again. Right. Right. Or, and like, 
this is even true with money. Yeah. Like I get to a place where, okay, everything's, I got everything running smoothly. Yeah. Life is good. I can get a little sloppy. Yeah. And then it comes back and bites me in the ass yeah. because, oh, right. I still have to be diligent. I yeah. still have to be conscientious. And it's not like, like relationships with money, relationships with our goodness. That's a lifelong relationship. Oh it does not end. Yeah. Let me just get vulnerable with you on that. It's so <laughs> great that you said Cause yeah, you know, I'm 43. I've been clean and sober for almost eight years. And when I got clean and sober, I started taking care of my taxes. I had this tax lady. It's like, send her the things and man, bam, pay. And then last year, I got it in a little late, not because I didn't have the money. It was like I didn't want to feel what it felt like to go through right. and to see my bank account with this much money, knowing that if I go through with this, that huge chunk's going to be gone because I'm a private contractor. So it's not like no one's... Oh, right. Yeah, so now I'm just, boom, end of the year, it's like, bam, all that. It's like, it's a thing. So now I'm getting even more vulnerable. So that was last year. So I just ended up... It had built up, and so I just make payment. Like she works it out, so I make payments for my yep. taxes. That's another thing too. I could pay it all. It's like, right. what am I doing? It's like right. this thing where I don't want to let go. Now this year's come, and I haven't even sent her from last. I don't even know what it is. I think I'm. I got to send her for last. Now April's coming again, right? And I don't want to feel something. But I think what I'm speaking to is my shit was dialed for like yeah. the last five years. Yeah, and all of a sudden it creeps back in again. It's like you know. It does. And well, you know, it's funny when you're talking about paying the taxes. So I have mine withheld. I pay, I mean, I have a company and it pays me. Right. Um, but I withhold as much as I can. Yeah. Because I can't stand writing checks to the government. Oh my God. And yeah. so even though I know it's going to come out of my money, I try to get it out early. Yeah. Because it's too, like, because once it's in my bank account, it's sort of like mine. Yeah. And I do not want to give it to anybody except the people I want to give it to. And the IRS is not on my top list of yeah. people I want to give it to. Um, yeah. It's 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 like and even when I have it. Yeah. It's no. Like, oh, it's so oh. And it's the feelings yeah. and so you know Shane, so Shane stats and he does financial stuff. Man, we have deep uh and we were in this whole big th- coin thing together. We both went up oh, okay. and went down together and it was oh, like man. the level of greed that we had that we're aware of now. And we're learning the lesson of, but we have these processes where we, uh, you know, we, what we do, you do, and I yeah. do is called core energetics and we, where it's a body based idea where we move energy, yeah. right? So like from the neck up, I can talk about stuff. That's great. But from the neck down, I'm holding energy in my body. And I just remember, and we're still doing this. We have these sessions where I'm moving energy and, and I have a place inside of me that's like this. Give it to me. Yeah. Give it all to me all right now. All of it. I want it. Like it's dark place. Right. It's greedy. It's based in fear. Like there's not enough. And so I just remember working through these places and it's crazy because when I would go into deep process surrounding my darkness, surrounding mm-hmm. money about giving it to me and not having enough images would come up about when I was young. And I don't mm-hmm. mean to bring it back to that again, but it's yeah. like really these old ideas that that were painful and just, um, you know. And so it's just like the, where it brings me to is this place of, you know, I'm, I ha- ha- like I'm very big into spirit, like not religion. Yeah. Religion to me is for people that don't want to go to hell. Spirituality is for people who have been there, and I've been there. And uh, it brings me to spirit and this idea that the real wealth is in a connection to myself. Right. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's a hard place to be. Yeah. 
right? I like them creature comforts. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know what I mean? I like that. What kept you going back to spirit? Like, how did you... Because it's easy to say, oh, oh go to spirit. And people, I can have, oh, that's so great. Oh, you want me to meditate? Like, yeah. it's not easy. Yeah, it's it not... It doesn't just... You don't snap a finger. You don't get an app. Yeah, my, my spirit... I'm a very stubborn human. You know what I mean? Even to this day. You got to back me into a corner before I change. So I always tell people, you know, with as far as turning to spirit for things, it's not like I have a bunch of options. Oh, I'll do that or that or that or pray and meditate and go to spirit. I do that because that's it. That's the last house on the block. If I, you right. know what I mean? Sometimes where if I'm where I'm going, it's like I got to be connected to something. And really, I, it's, it's like it took me a long time to feel a connection to spirits. And it, the, the way that I got the connection was hanging around people that were already connected and just doing what they did. So I spent a lot of years kind of around. And I'm not talking about like... These are normal people, but they right. bring spirit into their life. Right. And I just start hanging around long enough and doing what they're doing long enough to all of a sudden I feel this connection, plus doing this deep work we do, right? Yeah. It's like once I really go into my darkness, um, those are the things that are keeping me from spirit, which you know, now I'm in a place where it's like a life without spirit is meaningless. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that being said, I wake up every morning going, I want more money. Right. I want more stuff. You know I what I mean? Would like my it. default, my default right. level is like, give me more. Yeah, and I think there is a little bit of truth to that place of, yeah, money doesn't buy me happiness, yeah. but uh, but let me just try it out anyway. Well, yeah, dude, right. I mean, this I is bringing up. Think about this. This is so <laughs> let great. Me just have a little. My new girlfriend. Okay, right. this is a great analogy. This is just coming to me right now. Right, you meet a new girl. The feeling of the vibration of everything is so new and great. It's like for the first month, man, I paid for everything. Ew. You know what I mean? Let's go out to dinner, no problem. Yeah, we're going on a trip, no, whatever, no problem. After a month, it's like, man, did she order avocado on that motherfucking sandwich? You know what I mean? <laughs> Is she going to pay great. for it? She didn't even eat all her goddamn meal. Fucking age, man. She didn't pitch in for bills. She took a long ass shower. You know what I mean? Right. It's so weird. It's like, that's <laughs> deep. Start tracking it. You gotta start tracking it. You know what I mean? It's a thing, man. This is great. Yeah. Well, maybe by the end of the year she'll be uh, she'll be paying for the avocado. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. By the that's the other thing too is like you know, yeah. I don't want to get into that. But what but I well, do you have conversations with money with your partners? We totally do. I talk about. I go. I have issues with money. You know what I mean? It's a thing. It's a it's a thing. I'm trying to work through. And here's the thing with that too is if I'm in fear surrounding money, then. I'm projecting a vibration of lack. That's what fear is. We right. kind of already went into this, but it just keeps coming up. It's like, if I'm thinking of it in that way, guess what? That's what I'm going to manifest. So it's such a, it's a, like I said, it's a daily battle for me. Yeah. You know? Do you ever feel like you'll arrive? This is such a great question. What is that? No. Right. <laughs> right. No, never. You know what I mean? Because what is arrived, man? Where I'm at now, fucking five years ago, I would, this would be arrived. And I'm fucking still having the same feelings surrounding right. money. Do you know what I mean? It's going to go away. It's totally. going to, you know what I mean? It's like there is no, whoever, millionaires, right? So this is where spirit comes in. You know what I mean? Arrive to me is spirit. And, you know, there's some, there's some, there's a deep level of distrust. But on the other hand, there's a deep level of trust that um, the, I have the right amount of money for me to learn the lessons I need to learn. Yeah. Right now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I just, there, there, and the reason I asked that question is because I think so many people, myself included, have been, you know, if I hit, if I get to first base and then yeah. second base and then third yeah. base and then I hit the home run yeah. and then if I get through all nine innings yeah. and then I win the game and yeah. like, 
but there might not be nine innings. Yeah. And uh, second base might be missing. Well, and yeah. Sorry, I keep cutting you off because you're just you're really bringing up amazing things for me. And a good analogy is uh, so I'm starting this event center in Encinitas. I'm making a movie, oh, uh, yeah, reality yeah, yeah. show, all that stuff. And I always ask myself, I'm like, if I had you know ten million dollars in the bank. Well, so first of all, let me say all of this is being funded by me. You know what I right. mean? And I'm not talking about like, oh, I'll use a little chunk of my money to go do yeah. it. Like, I'm all in. Like, we have this much time, and if it doesn't work, I'm fucked. You know right. what I mean? So, so I wake up and I'm like, if I had ten million dollars, would I be fucking growing the way that I'm growing right now? I probably, probably wouldn't. not. You know what I mean? Like, I'm growing at such an amazing pace to really hold on to myself and hold on to my goodness and be like i'm taking this risk and it may fail and if it does that's okay too because another door is gonna you know what i mean like the process is intense that if i had this big chunk of money i'd be like ah yeah go go for it buy that yeah you know buy that bigger pot what buy this and that it's all good i'm gonna be learning the lessons i'm learning right now that's right it's scary yeah, and if if you don't believe me, talk to my girlfriend because she gets the blunt of it. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah, She's like, I bought the avocado. Yeah, like I come I home, I'm like, and you want a hug too? Fucking a! Don't you know what I did all day? I stressed out, right? And it takes me away from being. So the big the big thing for me right now is it's surround. It's bait. Like the root of it is money, which is kind of sad. I want to make more. I'm putting all mine in. Can I stay grounded? Can I stay calm? Can I stay true to myself? Can I stay in my positivity? Can I stay in my creativity? Can I stay in my connection with others? Can I be in meetings with other people and be present and move forward and create shit and not be thinking, oh my God, this is going to fucking fail. Oh my God. You know what I mean? That's my work right now. Right. Yeah. And does that, how often does, is that a daily, the voice creeping in? Yeah. It's just like I sit in these meetings. It may not work. It's not going to, you got to, you got to battle that. And it's crazy because the people I'm kind of partnered up with just to help with my lack of goodness of myself, right? And myself, myself, like, uh, is like, these people are pretty successful. You know what I mean? I'm sitting around the table and I'm like, it's a, like, I, you know, I can't really name it at the table because right. I'm not hanging out with you or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, but yeah, it takes me out. It keeps me attracted. And it really, the way that really manifests the distraction is I become tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? I become exhausted and, and it's all in my head. It's all in my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a, you know, it's a lack of faith or a lack of belief that it's, everything's okay and it's happening the way it should, you know? So what would you say to young people that don't feel confident about their money situation? They live a life of artistry and creativity. Uh, yeah. And it, which most people say, don't go that path. It's yeah. not go, go stable yeah. and go work at the post office or, yeah. or like, what would you say to those people? Even, yeah. even if they have money issues and yeah, well, it's funny. Cause when I was making this decision to leave this comfortable job of rock to recovery and this income that was coming in and make this leap, I'm just going, man, this is fucking, what am I doing right now? And I was listening to the Howard Stern show, driving, yeah. and Ed Sheernan, is that who it is? Ed Sheernan? Yeah. This yeah. He's on there, and he's a kid. Yeah. And he just does this thing, and we all know this, but he goes, and Howard asks him, he goes, what's a piece of advice you would give to, and he says, man, if you're, if you're out there, you're an artist or musician, and you want to make the jump, don't leave any backup plan. 
You know what I mean? Wow. You know what I mean? And just and I was like driving and it was that was the message. It was like I was looking for this and here's this kid who's just went he's got an amazing story. And so cuz cuz when I'm driving and I'm thinking about making this plan, it's not like I'm going to make this jump and go for it while well, I hold on to this idea and I'll yeah. manipulate and really what I do is manipulate, right? right. I mean it brings me into manipulation of other people where I'm not really leaving the thing that I'm doing all the way and just like and so I hear that. So I guess the advice I would give is what makes you feel good to the kids? Yeah. You know what I mean? What makes you really feel good? And, um, and to really go for it and to stay away from, uh, it sounds cliche or whatever, but, but you know, clean up, clean up, uh, like don't get into drugs and alcohol. I, I, was weird. I feel weird saying that because I'm not that guy, like if you drink right. whatever, but really get clear-headed what feels really good to you, what's a risk that you want to take in your world. Then the next thing is to find other people, create a team around yourself. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Create a team of people who have what you want or have what they want. You know what I mean? That was really big for me. They always say, find someone who has what you want and do what they do. Well, find someone who has what they want right. and be around them. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, but I want to say go for it because the big premise of the, the series I'm making is what are you going to say when you're on your deathbed? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What are you going to say? And, and, and not to get all weird on spirit again, but one of the biggest messages I get in my meditations and prayers and all this crazy stuff when I'm asking for help and guidance is like these, I guess, I don't know what they are. There's some voices out there, but they go like this, quit taking it so goddamn seriously. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like that's right. the main message I get. Just chill the fuck out. Yeah. Chill the fuck out. Do what feels good to you. You know what I mean? And again, maybe don't, don't in the very beginning leave the thing that you're paying your rent from, but be prepared to go yeah. and follow, you know? All right. On a scale of one to 10, where are you still with, you can have pleasure while having all the money that you deserve? Uh, okay. Well, like, like let, how, can you, so like, okay. how much do you buy into the fact that you are now allowed to have pleasure Doing yeah. what you love. Six. A six. Six or something. Yeah. Or six or seven. Like this is just such a back and forth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a it's, back. Like it's so funny. Okay. So <laughs> this is great. You know, I'll just do that thing where it's like I'm on Amazon or something and it's just impulsive and I have a way of just being delusional to I can get this and I'll make more or something, but yeah. I know it's not true. So... But it might be true. It might be true. It might yeah, be true. I don't know. It might be true, but then I just... And it's always been okay. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's such a tough one. Money just... I'm, I want to... Let me just let me describe. My body is like... Um, it's vibrating right now. This is a this is a very big subject. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it's a thing. So it sounds like if I, if I hear you right, connect to spirit. Yeah, well, you know that like that's that's a big part of it. Connect spirit for me, yeah, and for people to know their goodness, people yeah. to know their goodness, know their worth. Well, let's let's just say spirit is my goodness. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like not something outside. It's like when I connect to my goodness that I'm a human being or I'm spirit having a human experience, and that all in all. I'm not out hurting anybody and that I, you know, that I'm okay and that I don't need to believe these ideas that th I don't need to believe the feedback I get from the world totally. It's like, can I hold on to my goodness? Yeah. Right. yeah. So I am not the amount of money in my bank. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> is that so, true? So, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's essentially... Is that can, the goal? That's the goal, <laughs> that's right? That's the Let's goal. Make clear. I that's not. not what's totally happening, but that is the goal, and that's well said. Yeah. I am not the amount of money in my bank account. And that is such a challenge because the whole world is based on that. It Man, is. My assumptions and my judgments of people... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, man. It is so crazy. Like, what do you do? Oh, man. It's like, the guy outside the Whole Foods the other day, he's a homeless guy. He's playing his guitar. And he goes, you got any money for an IPA beer? <laughs> IPA beer? I'm like, dude, you're not even drinking 40 ounces? What are you doing? Like, this guy's got no problems. It's, it's like, but my assumptions, right, that this guy's, you know, well, at least he knows what he wants. At least he knows what he wants, yeah. He knows what he wants. I don't know. No. Well, where, where can Thanks people... Thanks for triggering me, Jesus Yeah, Christ. I do. I do. <laughs> I do what I can. Where can people find you on social media, and where can people... Um, so they can start to hear about your documentary and the show and where you're performing? Yeah, so, so I'm on social media. It's Instagram, and it's Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, underscore Parkhurst, P-A-R-K-H-U-R-S-T, um, you can Google me. I got some stuff on there, but Instagram's the best way to go. And yeah, we have this amazing event center opening up in Encinitas where we're going to do this kind of stuff that we're going to have you down there yep, and run some, some stuff. Yeah, and we do deep emotional therapeutic process work. We do music. Um, we do breath work and, um, it's going to be an amazing in Encinitas. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate you being on here. It's been awesome. Um, I just want to say to the listeners, don't forget to share the laughs and the tears. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for Money You Should Ask, all one word. And if you have a question you would like to ask us for one of our future guests, you, guests, you can always visit our website, moneyyoushouldask.com, and click on Ask Bob. Yeah, and how much do I get paid for this? Oh, the check is in the mail. The check's in the mail. It's, I'm going to pay you in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> we never talked about Bitcoin. Oh, and uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player, if it's none of the others. Uh, for more tips, stories, financial tools to help you have a healthier relationship with money, be sure to check out the Money Nerve. Money Nerve. Money Nerve. Money Nerve. Dot com. Brandon. Thank you, man. Yo, man, what a pleasure. Thanks for having me. You got it.